0: The Lord spoke to me today about next year already. ask asked Brother Dean if he'd come back next year at the same time. Amen. Good Lord willing. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Everybody loves the Lord. Say amen. amen. Amen.
1: Take your Bibles, go to Luke chapter 10. had not the Lord been good to us?
0: Amen. amen. I've
1: had it in my heart to... I ask you three questions out of Luke 15, but the Lord put it in my heart now to preach Luke 10.
0: Amen.
1: I'd like to ask the prodigal, why don't you just come home? I'd like to ask the elder brother, offended on the front porch, why don't you just come in? And I'm wondering about that father, why he wouldn't come out. We've been thinking about that. But the Lord's got us in Luke chapter 10. I'm glad I'm saved, aren't you? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for it. If you want to be one of the 500 that gives 100 to the missions, I know God will bless you. Some gave last night, Pastor. Uh, Brother Maddox, thank you for coming all week. That's a blessing. And some others have too, but uh, I appreciate this Pastor coming all week. That's encouraging and it helps us when men of God hang around. And uh, I'm thankful. The Lord's blessed the fire out out of us around here. This kind of people I can hang around and just stay used to it.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. I like the way you operate around here. Like these young men that pray. The Lord's been real good to us. And I thank him for it look forward to seeing y'all at the red field this summer amen. amen we're adding wings on adding fans we're going to add some toilets and uh, we'll just see what the lord does amen. we'll see what he does
0: amen. Amen. amen
1: he's been good to us luke chapter 10. Our Father, Lord, we thank you for Calvary. We thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Now help us in these hours. Thank you for Sister Jenny and how she sang, Lord, the gift you've given her. And through the years, she's blessed her heart, and I thank you for her. Now, God, help us in the preaching hour, and we'll praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want to comment on this before I preach. The message tonight that uh, in old, uh, well, when I was a boy, Friday nights was the largest crowd of church revivals back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. That's when all the visitors came. And uh, it was a different schedule, a different day. And now, for the men who dare go through Friday night... Yes. Very few of them do, and really, you ought to have about a two-week revival. That's about what it takes to right. get that pride broke down, get them sins fessed out, right. get right with each other that first week. It usually, takes one week to get right with God, and then right. then God will come and get right with us. Amen. He'll come and 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 get it'll get really right. Yes. Amen. 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 That's usually what it takes. And any more now, Tuesday nights is the biggest. That's when the preachers and the people come, the visitors, Mm -hmm. Tuesday night. It's typically the biggest night. And uh, Fridays, whenever we do have a Friday, it's always a much smaller crowd. But it's always, inevitably, every time, a much sweeter service.
0: (laughs) Because
1: the second mile crowd, they get that Malachi 3.16 blessing. Now John 3.16 is good, but don't forget old Malachi 3.16. Then they that loved the Lord and feared His name.
0: Amen.
1: <laughs> they thought upon His name. Oh, yeah. The Lord said, They'll be mine in that day when I make up my jewels. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. Yeah. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. Yeah. And a book of remembrance was written before Him. Friends, For them that feared the Lord yeah. and that thought upon His name. Amen. Malachi was operating at the end of the age, and there wasn't nobody left but a small group. Amen. Amen. So the Lord's got a book out tonight, and he said, there's the Friday night crowd. Amen. And he's Amen. taking names down. Oh, what a blessing. That. Isn't that wonderful to be saved? Amen. Amen. I want to show you three things. It won't take longer. It won't feel like long to me. Bless you, Lord. Luke 10. And verse 17. Well, let's read verse 1 and 2. After these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also, and sent them two and two before his face. Now who did he pick to send out? Well back up to chapter nine, verse sixty two, the last verse. No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. I tell you who the seventy were, they were the ones that decided they wasn't gonna quit.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: And I'm not boasting in the flesh, I hope you understand that, <clears throat> but I put my hands on the plow. Yeah. The Holy Ghost put my hands on the plow Amen. thirty-three years ago, nineteen eighty two, however long that is, and put my hands on the plow, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you I've had a lot of problems, but looking back ain't been one of them.
0: Amen. 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 I'll
1: be honest, I don't even remember looking around. <laughs> Woo! I've just looked straight ahead. Amen. I've stumbled, I've fell, I fell over the plow, I broke the plow, I fell down with the plow. And. Uh, <clears throat> But I've always been looking. I ain't never look back. And I hope by the grace of God I don't ever look back. Amen. 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 That'll be by the grace of God if we finish right. And I want to finish right. Yes. After these things the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whether he himself would come. What about that? You may go somewhere where the Lord's not. <coughs> But you're there because he's coming. Amen. Verse two, <laughs> Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray, This is the only prayer request the Lord ever gave in the New Testament. Jesus. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. The only prayer request in the Old Testament. Was in the Psalms. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. That's the Old Testament prayer. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's the New Testament prayer. Let's pray God give us some labors to get some sinners saved. Amen. Amen. I still believe in the harvest. I live for the harvest. All I've ever lived for, maybe two things I've lived for the harvest of souls, and I've lived for the judgment seat of Christ. Yes, Amen. Everything I've ever done, it didn't matter if it went. I didn't care if it went bad or good, if it went his way. And I just want to be pleasing. I want to hear him say, well done. I mean, I do, and I don't know if I deserve that. But that's my heart's desire to hear him say, When I cross that finish line, I don't care how big or it don't matter how little, and it don't matter how great or how insignificant the whole thing might seem. None of that matters. The look on his face when he looks at me. And if he says well done, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. come here and let me give you a hug, son. You done good. <laughs> Y'all. <have it>. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Woo! Hallelujah, that's what I'm a living for is the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. Thank God. He's going to judge our works there and not our sins. Aren't you glad about that? He judged our sins at Calvary. Going... He ain't judging sins at the judgment seat. He's judging sons. Verse 2 that He'd send forth labors in this harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you forth. As warriors and soldiers, and and getting involved in politics and try to save America. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I send you forth as lambs among wolves.
0: Amen. Amen. Yes. Yeah
1: and I understand we need to be real careful there's a fighting spirit on the fundamentalist and I am a fundamentalist and I'm earnestly contending for the faith book of Jude in the last apostate days I'm earnestly contending for the faith the best of my ability in the last days but we got to be careful that we don't get the wrong kind of fighting spirit help me right there I want to say I fought a good fight and I've kept the faith but I want to say that I've I fought. I heard my old papa preach on I fought the good fight. Yeah. Didn't fight no goofy fights. Fought the good fight. And so then we come to verse 17. There's that victory again. I had a pastor in Kansas, a good guy, hang around to me, Bible college people. Uh, He said, uh, well, I don't put any stock in them numbers. Well, I do. I think every verse is right where God wanted it. I guess the numerical system, what is that? The 200 years old, you know, when they put 300 and something, when they put the chapters and the verses. And, he's, and and I was making a big deal about it. And he said, I don't I said, Well, I do. That's God's book. And, when, and I believe when they put the chapters and verses in there, I believe it went right where he wanted it to.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And the, the Bible says in verse 17 And the 70 returned again with joy.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to preach a little while on the believer's great joy. Amen. 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 The believer's great joy. Can I stop and say that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace? Yes, sir. That was supposed to help you a little better than it did. The, the fruit of the Spirit's love and joy and peace. And Nehemiah, that didn't even help you the second time. Nehemiah chapter 9, I think it's verse 14, where he said, The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Isn't that good? And it don't matter what you're going through. If you got that joy of Jesus, you, you'll have the strength to make it through. Amen. That joy. Yes. And so I want to preach on the believers great joy and there's three levels there in verse 17 we see the great joy of the reapers and the 70 returned again with joy. Well, whether you know it or not, you're involved in a harvest. And God puts all his sons in the family business. I agree with the pastor. People that ain't involved in church, they're probably not in the body of Christ. If I don't see you at church much, I ain't expecting to see you in heaven. That's just the way I feel about it. I don't think I'll see you in heaven. It is possible for somebody to be so far removed from God, they can forget that they were purged from their old sins. 2 Peter 1. You can forget that you got saved. Amen. If it wasn't for that one verse, it wasn't ever said. But but it is. But good news, God ain't never gonna forget. Amen. And God got a way of reminding you that you're His child. Amen. Amen. He ain't. You may forget, but He ain't going to and uh, the 70 returned again with joy and there's the great joy of the reapers now if you keep keeping note, three things I'm going to say them right now before I forget them this is an old message the Lord put in my heart and, uh, and it's just coming out of my heart and my head but there were three things I'm going to say them real quick they had joy uh, over the harvest Amen. they just came back from the campaign and they were shouting it out they had joy over the homecoming. Amen. It said they returned again. Yeah. I want not stop and say that Jesus is going to return again. Yeah. There is a second coming and it's upon us. And then they were rejoicing the victory they had over hell. Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. So let's talk about them three things to give them all just a little moment of time right here. They were shouting over the harvest. Do you notice in Luke chapter 9 he sent out twelve. Everybody look in Luke 9 1, then he called his twelve disciples. And then in Luke ten he sent seventy. Amen. At twelve is a picture of the gospel going to the Jew first. Seventy that's the number of the nations. That's the number of the nations and that's 70 that's a picture of the gospel then going to the Gentiles now five seconds just let me get a little uh, a little let me let me get this off my chest right here these Jewish missionaries when they try to raise money and, and I believe that God is still saved you but uh, honey he's left the Jewish nation for a time and a period but now he's going back to them All right? and when them boys come around and say you need to give your mission support to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles all the missionaries go to the Gentiles they got that thing kindly mixed up yeah.
0: Amen.
1: we're not supposed to go to the Jews first and then we go to the Gentiles right. yeah the Gospel went to the Jews first yeah. the kingdom was offered to the Jews and they rejected it and then it went to the Gentiles Amen. all right I feel so much better got that off my chest thank you and so the gospel the twelve were sent and that's a picture of him going to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and then the seventy were sent and that's a picture of the gospel going to the Gentiles want to stop and shout and thank God that when and this this a mess Calvinism up pretty bad that when the servants that were sent to bid them that were called to the wedding and the elect resisted <laughs> I feel better about that too and and would not come and they came back and said he came unto his own, his own received him not what are we going to do now? And the Lord said plan B which was really
0: plan A read Ephesians 3
1: Plan B, turn right back around and if the elect Jews didn't want to come to marry my son, then turn right around and this time go into the highways and hedges and invite whosoever will to let them come. It don't matter if they're strangers or orphans. It don't matter if they're bastards or sinners. It don't matter, honey, if they've got a messed up birth. If they're lame and blind and maimed. All of them things that was not allowed into the holy place. He said, let them all come now. Yes, Thank God the Gospels for whosoever will. Yes, That's how a bunch of old grafted Gentile dogs is a-going to glory. Honey, he gave us a chance. Amen. Amen. It went to the Jew first. I feel better after my little trip to the altar. Amen. Amen. And and so they're rejoicing over the harvest. And I want to say this to you. You ought to get involved in the harvest. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: You said there ain't much of one going on. I know it. Get in on it before it's over with.
0: Yes, sir. That's good. Amen. Amen.
1: You don't see many people getting saved. Probably not anywhere.
0: Yep. Amen.
1: Now I know that I hear about things in the Philippines and some of them African countries, and I hear some of them things. I'll be honest. There ain't much a happening anywhere that drawing powers. He's really way off the Gentiles and has gone to the Jews. Yeah. The 1900s have been about God getting the Jews ready.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> them to the now. Somebody said, are we in them gleaners? We ain't even got it that good. Amen. The gleaners have done come behind the big combines and they're done.
0: Yeah. my, my.
1: The gleaners was in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. I got Yeah, that was the gleanings. Sure. That big, the 300, the first 300 years of the church age was the f- former reign. 1600 to 1900 was the latter day reign. After that, all of hell started moving in, and God started pulling them Jews back. He's, he's, he's moving nations around. Sure he is, well, if we ain't even the gleaners behind the big combines, what are we? Well, I know what we are. The Lord showed me, showed me what I was, what we are. When I was a boy, my daddy pastored in Missouri. We're from Georgia. Let me make that clear. But the Lord sent daddy to Missouri. And from age 5 to age 12, I was a little paper boy, a little old farm town, 1,100 people. We were 50 years behind time, out living out in the bread basket. I had a bicycle and and had me a little, uh, yeah, where's Jojo? Jojo, you should have seen me, boy. I was pedaling my little bike. I was 9 and 10 and 11. Get them 5-foot blizzards. Five foot of snow and pile up six, eight foot. You know what my daddy did? (laughs) He was old-timey now. He took me with my own money off the paper route and bought me blue snow boots. (laughs) He didn't deliver the papers for me, and he didn't drive me. He took my own money and said, buy you some snow boots. I said, Daddy, how am I going to deliver He said, buy you some snow boots with your money. (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah. that you learned, and so I did. Yes. And uh, But them farmers, so you got in Missouri and Kansas, Illinois, them great big farms. Dad had a Christian school, and uh, at the end of the year, we'd have a fundraiser, and we'd go out to them cornfields, where the big combines had done come through. Now, every, uh, all of Missouri was one big cornfield of yeah. wheat and yeah. soybeans. And we'd go out there, and we'd, and we'd take a couple of pickup trucks and a bunch of school kids. And the combine had done been through, and then the gleaners had done come through. Yeah. Amen. Them hired hands done cleaned the field up and got it. And so, I, I need y'all to stay with me now. Don't make me go get a soul choir right here. I need you to come with me on this next part. So, here's what we had to do. We had to get on our hands and knees.
0: And
1: and, and crawl through them cornfields. And we'd just find one here and there. Maybe one that got mashed down in the mud. Maybe one over where they'd piled up a bunch of husk in a trash pile. Going to burn it and you'd get down there and find two or three in the trash pile. Y'all ain't helping me. We don't need no visiting choir to have church, honey. They usually get in the way sometimes. Oh, honey. And sometimes, uh, Brother Kerrigan, there'd be where the tractors had been in some muddy places working, and there'd be some mash down in the yes. mud. Amen. <laughs> yes, sir. And when you come behind right. the gleaners who done picked the field clean, you got to get on your hands and knees Amen. and, uh, Amen. and stay all day and cap- take a couple of days just to get a couple of little yep, pickup Lord. trucks.
0: Good. Amen. Good.
1: But you'd holler when you got one, hey, i got one, and everybody would be excited. <laughs> Woo! Kind of like that in this side when just one gets saved, honey. Hey, we got one in over here, and people say, "Woo!
0: Glory!" Yes, amen.
1: Take our, take about a week, and then we'd take our two little pickup trucks and the little pile that we had, and we'd take it and turn it in and have some little cash on hand to do some little school event. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let me tell you where we're at. We're just our little local churches. Yeah. Americans ain't interested no more, yeah. and neither is much of anybody else around the world.
0: Right. Come on
1: now. Oh, yeah. Church is church everywhere you go. Isn't that right, Brother Mongolia? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes, hey, Hallelujah. sinners are sinners everywhere. Yes, sir. People are goofy everywhere. Yes, sir. act like badness everywhere. Yes, sir. They're, honey, you get them foreigners saved, give them a couple of years, they'll split your church. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? They'll get mad and act like everybody else. Help me now. Yes. It ain't a fantasy world nowhere biggest problem you have on the mission field is other missionaries. Yeah. Jealous. Wow. <laughs> Immature. Yeah. Turf wars. I promise you. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, well. We got over here in Albania, and The man was trying to explain to us how difficult it is over here. He said, listen, you can't get people to come to church and, and come back. Hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you ever been to Georgia or <laughs> South Carolina? <laughs> He said, no, I'm telling you, it's hard here in Albania. Somebody gets saved and you baptize them and you can't find them next month.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep
1: going. You ain't said nothing yet. That we... He said, well, you get people over here and they don't really understand doctrine and they'll believe anything and go to any church. <laughs> uh, keep going because you ain't said nothing yet that we don't do it with in the South. Amen. He said, well, I'll have somebody. He said, I even had a good preacher boy. And and I was really mentoring him and training him. And then after about three years, he just quit. I said, oh, well, that never happens in the South. So I don't, you know, that just never happens to us. I'm shocked. Oh, how are you doing? He said, but there's so many, there's so many neo-evangelicals over here, and it's not popular to be a Baptist.
0: Oh, my. God. Come
1: on, preacher. I said, please sir, don't even come to the south. You'll be so depressed. I said, We have these things popping up all over the south called the view. The loft. The vine. I can't think of any more effeminate words. Yeah. New Spring. Rock Bridge. And I always want to make a point. Cross Point. North Point. True Line. or so, You know, something goofy.
2: There's
1: one of them popped up down there on my highway where I live. I'm thinking about vandalizing the church sign. I am. Amen.
2: It's a uh,
1: name of it's Cross Point. Real people, real solutions. Oh. I felt myself turning homosexual just reading it. I just, as I go by and read it, my lips get it's getting limp. And I feel my hair starting to curl like Oster. I look at it, my teeth start whitening, and I want to go put on a necklace, you know. Real solutions, real people. I had to quit looking at it. I, ha- I had to go stick in an old Ed Blue Hinkle little tape. Get... I had to go home and crank the chainsaw and just start cutting stuff. Get that thing off of me! A contemporary spirit jumped off that sign right on that. It's a real solution. You know, I missed the address on that. And I don't care where you go, it's the same everywhere. Yes, it yes, sir. I couldn't say that five years ago, but I've been on five of the main continents. You've been to Australia. I hadn't been down there. They got crocodiles and talk like Brits. I don't want to go down there. <laughs>
0: And I'm not going to, what's
1: the other one? The Antarctica? (laughs) The harvest you ought to get in on the harvest this first little point may be the whole message it seems to be taking over you got to get on your knees and get in the ditches and you got to stay all day and you got to be happy when God just saves one amen amen
0: amen amen
1: amen because it's all we got left
0: amen that's
1: a happiness it's all we got left he'll be back in a minute He's coming here in just a minute.
0: Yes. Amen. 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 And he'll say, I appreciate you being faithful. And did
1: you get the last ones? Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Amen. Bring them on in. What about that one parable said the people who got in at the very end of the day, they got the same penny Amen. as the boys who worked all day. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: The same reward. You mean that, that that we'll get the same reward for all them great missionaries who plowed oh in all them first campaigns and saw whole countries get saved? Yes. Them evangelists in the 1700s and 1800s who had tens of thousands and tens of thousands and here we are at the very end getting in, and just we're just bringing one or two with us, and he'll say, You're gonna get the same reward.
0: Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Amen.
1: They all got a penny. Amen. And, and somebody popped up and said, Hey, I was here all day. Why does he get what I the same thing? Oh, he said, and Jesus said, You better believe the Lord's gonna do right. Yes. Amen. I heard old Earl Hughes preach on that, and he said, He said, If he was there all day, don't be mad at the fella that just got in and got the same reward you got and he preached about five reasons why you ought to just be happy that you got a penny he said you're supposed to get hell but instead you got a penny he said you ought to just be glad that you was in the line that was getting a penny the harvest the harvest well they were rejoicing over hell look what he said devils were subject unto us. Yes. And I want to tell y'all something right here. Uh, Jesus and Satan's not in a tug of war. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: It's not like it might go either way and we're not sure which way it's going. I need somebody to help me right there. Amen. Amen. So many of y'all hanging out with the devil, you're giving him all the glory. You're right. You're right. You're right. This thing's rigged. It's fixed. It's done. Amen. We know which way it's going to go. I've said this a hundred times. The devil wouldn't mind you having your Bible if he could get Genesis off the front yes. and Revelation off the back because yeah. Genesis tells us where we came from. Right. Revelation tells us where it's going. Yes. And if you know how it started and how it ended, you can handle anything in the middle. Amen. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you.
0: Yes, sir. Amen.
1: We need to learn to resist him. Precious friend of mine preached a great message. I was about 22 when he preached it, and it's helped me all these years. He preached on David and Goliath, and he talked about how Goliath never got in. He talked about how Goliath never killed anybody. He then even pointed out how there never was a giant in the Old Testament that ever killed any of God's children Amen.
0: Anyway,
1: I need a little help right here there ain't no record of a giant killing anybody
0: hey, that's
1: good. that belonged to God
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: and he preached on that how them boys were standing there and wouldn't let Goliath in and they were waiting on David they didn't know it He preached a little message called, Leave Them Boys Alone. He said, Everybody's picking on them soldiers for not killing Goliath. He said, They didn't kill him because they couldn't kill him. He said, But at least they showed up for the battle. He said, At least they wouldn't let him in. They resisted him. At least they didn't tuck tail and quit and go back home. At least, and he said they waited until a giant killer showed up. <laughs> I had another old gray-haired preacher come to our summer camp meeting when I pastored and preached the house down. We shouted, we embarrassed, we embarrassed the Church of God people that <laughs> night. They they went to the house. It scared them. It got out of hand. Yeah, amen. He preached on uh, if you're standing there and in the intimate, the giants laughing at you, and he talked about them boys. He said he said day 40's coming. Just hold on.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a giant killer coming to kill you. amen. <laughs> And I want some of y'all to know if you'll just learn to resist him. Yes, He'll flee from you. Yes,
0: sir. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: My, my. Eventually. Oh, Sennacherib had to get back down that God sent a rumor. Come on now. Oh, my. They rejoiced on the victory over hell and the victory in the harvest. And they rejoiced in the homecoming. The 70 returned again. Hey, y'all, we're headed home.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: We're going to Jesus. Amen. Thank God for the
0: homecoming.
1: (laughs) Woo! Them other two points need preaching, but I just got no concern. Concern FOR THEM. AREN'T Y'ALL GLAD WE'RE GOING HOME AFTER A WHILE? AMEN. YES. AMEN. Amen. MY MOM AND DADDY SANG. THEY'RE they're STILL ALIVE, RETIRED, AND THEY USED TO SING. I DON'T REMEMBER THE WORDS, BUT THEY DON'T EVER STOP ME FROM SINGING. (laughs) OFF TIMES THE DAY SEEMS LONG. Our burden's hard to bear. (laughs) Are you supposed to get blessed at your own song? (laughs) Jenny, is that against the rules? It just happened to me. (laughs) We're tempted to complain, to murmur and despair. But God is st- <laughs> standing near to catch his bride away. all his forever over. And I can hit that last note. In God's eternal day, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus life's trials will seem so small when we see him oh, one glimpse of his dear face oh so so bravely rise We see him. We see him. Mama always had to hit that last note, Dad had to reach for it too. Till we see him. There's a homecoming. <laughs> and the seventy return. I'm gonna tell two more things because 'cause I'm enjoying mom preaching tonight.
2: <laughs>
1: We're kinda glad all them all them people skipped out. They'd have killed it. Do you know they would
2: have?
1: <laughs> Oh my. I want to tell you about the old lady that lived down the way from us. I'm trying to remember her name right now. Sam and not Ella, not Stella. It's an old timey name. She's a sweet neighbor, Daddy. When we left Missouri when I was 12, and went to Tennessee. And I don't know what all there, but most of us got saved there and called to preach there. It was the hardest church that ever had the hardest ministry ever. It's awful. It's the awfulest time we ever had. And that's where most of us kids got saved and called. Amen. Amen. It was the worst place. And the best things happen.
0: Amen. Sweet things come out of dark places. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen.
1: My mom and daddy served the Lord in full time ministry forty five years. Amen. And they're still preaching and singing somewhere every Sunday. Amen. Amen. Helping a bunch of young pastors. And uh, that's the only time I've ever seen them discouraged to where they talked about it. They didn't get none of them whiny, you know, quitting fits, never. Amen. But I remember that it got so bad and so demonic and so uh, I remember we was in that old station wagon, looked at Dad, and he was in the front looking at Mom. We were just all us, six kids in the back, piled around there. And he said, I just don't know. Maybe we should just go home and not do this no more
0: oh
1: my. and she said I don't know either but that was the end of it they just kept right on going yeah. that was the worst place in their life, in their ministry but the best things happened to them. and we had a little old neighbor down the road and they had two big old mules on the side of a Tennessee hill and uh, won the state fair every year, get blue ribbons for them big old bulls. And uh, he died, Sam did. (coughs) We used to walk down there to the house about a half a mile, two-thirds of a mile. Go down there and she had what I mean, it was old timey. She'd had green. Let's see if any of these old timers know about this. She'd hang them green beans on the clothesline. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: What do they call them? Sis? Leather britches? Yeah. Leather britches. Yeah. Hang them green beans on the clothesline and then you cook them down until they turn black and get all until the, they turn to sugar <clears> thing. <throat> There's a sweetness in them. Yeah, amen. And, uh, and by the way, only old people eat at Golden Corral. I meant to tell you that. <laughs> That's where all the old people eat Golden Corral. But you're not old and I'll go with you. <laughs> Y'all look next time you're in there. <laughs> Walk in there and she had <laughs> she had a little old pop belly cast iron stove and have a homemade apple pie on it amen and that's where I learned how to give an altar call <laughs> we didn't have a television at our house until I got a lot older and uh, I'd, we'd go down there and watch The Price is Right <laughs> with her and Bob Barker would say come on down and that's where I learned to give an altar call <laughs> that day. Amen. And I thought that you were supposed to hop and shout when you whoo, when you came back. So, you know, I'd get really disappointed if they didn't. I come in there on her one time, and we were boys. We didn't know him better, and they kept the door. We'd just walk in, come in through the back porch, screen porch, all them canned vegetables and canned fruits back there. And I came in, and she was crying. She was in the kitchen. Della. Sam and Della. Della Young. He had died the month before. They were married something like 250 years. They were married.
0: Amen.
1: They used to sing in church. And I walked in there, and she was in that kitchen. Had one of them old, little old tape play, black cassette recorders. She's in there having church. (laughs) And she said, this is the last time. I barged in, you know. She said, this is the last time me and Sam sang at church. Amen. (laughs) And she said, on his deathbed, he hadn't moved for three or four days, hadn't said a word, hadn't opened his eyes said, and he sat up and opened his eyes and started singing this song, and then he went on to heaven while he was singing. Amen, she said, we sang it with him, and while we were all singing, he went on, and here's what they were singing. Someday when I've traveled yes. my last mile here, Amen. the call will be come, whoosh, happened again. Amen. coming for me. Amen. Into the lifeboat. That way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Will be near to carry me <laughs> over the sea. Amen. And she's in there with her little hands up, preacher. <laughs> I was a little preacher boy. I got called that summer. I was standing there with her with me and her and the Holy Ghost, the Son, the Father, about a dozen angels, and there wasn't a demon on the property nowhere. He'll hold. Hold my hand as over death's river I go, and then safe I'll be in beautiful heaven I know. Help me sing it. Some of you help me sing it. Some of you ladies sing so pretty. Help me. My bark shall sail safely. Though the waves dash high. For Jesus will be at my side. He'll still the rough waters. When by and by. I'm crossing the river oh, yeah. so wide, Amen. and He'll hold my hand Amen. as over the river oh, yeah. I go. and then say. Starting with the verse. Ladies, you hum. I'm going to tell a story. Hum it, ladies. You know what that bark is? Yes. That bark is the little ship. (coughs) When the big ship pulls in and they're just letting one or two off. That ship, it won't go all the way to shore. It'll just stop. And, they'll, and the captain, because they say the last few parts, the last little bit to the shore is the most treacherous part. That's where the waves crash. That's where the rocks are. That's where you can get killed. And they said the captain himself would take the passenger down in the little boat. It's called the bark. He'd roll the
0: shore.
1: <laughs> He'd have one or two good men with him and they'd help the passenger on. Oh Another verse, ladies, hum it hum it a little louder.
0: <laughs>
1: the old churches used to hum, hum the parts. The Lord Himself's going to come get us.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Right.
1: We have a captain.
0: Amen. He's going to
1: come get us himself. Amen. <laughs> Amen. At the second coming, boys, he ain't sending Gabriel or Michael. He's coming himself. And down at your grave, and them Muslims may come and start chopping heads off and blowing buildings up. And guess what? When it's your time, the Lord will catch you right there. (laughs) They cut Paul's head off. We ain't beyond it. We ain't better than him. They cut his head off. I ain't going to be calling no lawyers and calling, a, waving my church bylaws. Amen. Burn them all and have revival. Amen. 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 I'm going to be a-shouting because we're heading for the home shore.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. I want to see yes, Jesus yes. and saints of You. for heaven must be
0: yeah.
1: how beautiful heaven must be Second verse, Brother Joey. Then no drooping no pining, no wishing for elsewhere to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. oh, God,
1: yes, Ever then shine. Let another verse. Send her to the piano to sing one for us. All right, let's do the last verse. Brother, ladies, you hum. And Brother Joyce sing the last verse. Church, how beautiful. Come down here and pray for some sinners to get saved before the Lord comes back. Amen. Who do you got a burden for? Come pray for him. Come and thank the Lord that He made a way for you, and come and pray for the lost. Play and sing for us, Miss Jenny. Church, let's gather around. Make you a place to pray. We could get on our hands and knees and get one or two more in that we can take to heaven with us.
2: Lord, I know.
0: Down here praying a few moments ago, and it's just like the Lord uh, took me back uh, back to July last year, down in Ringgold, Georgia, At one of the meetings down there, and I looked out in the field. and There was a hay bale way out there in the field, and uh, like the Holy Spirit led me over to that hay bale. Brandon, you were down there. I'll never forget the words that were printed on a poster stuck into that hay bale. And this is what it said. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due season, casting all of your cares upon him, for he cares for you. God to take all of my arrogance and nail it to the cross. (laughs) I ask God to take all of my pride and nail it to the cross. (laughs) I'm standing here thinking if we could get rid of all the arrogance in us. If we could get rid of all of that pride that's in us. There was a time in our lives when it wasn't there. I know that time in your life. I know that time in my life. It's when the Lord lifted us out of that horrible pit. Brought us to himself. Put our feet on the solid rock and established our going. We were willing to get on our knees then. We were willing to humble ourselves then. We were willing. As time went by, some of us have allowed pride and arrogance to get into our lives, and now we're too proud to pray. We're too proud to humble ourselves. So arrogant, so much pride. God can't exalt us, but he said if we would humble ourselves under his mighty hand, he would exalt us in due season. It's not too late. It's not too late. And I'll tell you what I'm going to be doing, Brother Dean McNeese said something a little earlier that I've known for years. I can hardly, I can't hardly conceive of having a trying to have a three-day revival meeting. What well, good is it? You got yourself in some trouble when you said a while ago. Sometime we need two weeks of meetings.